Hello, 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 everyone. Um, welcome to the I believe what I believe is the fifth episode of Literally Crying Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Edcock, and is if this is your first episode with us, um, this podcast is my um brainchild where we talk about life, we talk about career, I give you all um advice and where we think. A lot of thinking goes on here. Um, so um, before we get into our um, our sort of fixed segments uh, that we do every episode, um, I first just wanted to give you all, a, it's going to be a short lowdown, but I wanted to give you a lowdown of what I was going to be speaking on today. Um, today I decided I wanted, since we're nearing the end of the year, I wanted to do an episode um that I'm going to call 21 Things I Learned in 2021, where we are going to talk about, um, yeah, the tw- 21 things that I learned in um, 2021, things, ways that I've um, changed my mindset, um, things that I've physically changed, and yeah, so that is what we are going to get into um, a little bit later, but first, um, let's see, let, we'll get into my literally loving and i know that a couple times before that my literally loving has been um a liquid and um sure enough it is again today so my literally literally loving today um i'm holding it up like a um youtuber to the camera but you all can't see because i'm not recording anything let me know in my dms if you if you'd like for me to record um video. I've had one friend tell me that so far. And one is more than zero, so that means that someone wants it. Um, so if anybody else wants it, um, let me know and I'll see if I can figure it out. But um, my literally loving at the moment is a good old um, Celsius energy drink. Um, they're just yummy. They are in like a tall, slim can, like a white claw. Um, they... I need to stop doing that. I do that. That sound all the time. I need to stop. I almost did it again out of habit. Dang it. Um. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, RIP to the headphone users right there. Um. But yes, they come in a lot of different flavors. And yeah, I just went to 7-Eleven and I got a bunch. And so I'm drinking one now. I'm currently drinking Grape Rush. And you all won't hear that in the recording. Um, but I just cut out a part where I tried to sip and I um, just choked a little bit. Uh, so we, I, I cut it. And so we're just going to keep on going. But um, end of story, Celsius's are um, good and you all should try them. They give me a fair amount of energy uh, without making me jittery. Um Next segment, um, my literally crying of the week. I have a couple. Um, one of my besties for the resties, um, Mrs. Sarah Elizabeth Elwood, came to um, visit. If I, I, I want someone to count how many times I do that in the episode because it's annoying me right now. Um. She came to visit me this weekend, and we had an amazing weekend. But I would say one of my first literally cry-ins from the weekend. Um, 
would be, I don't know, we were sitting on the um, couch on Sunday morning, just um, shooting, shooting the shit, and we just got to, like, making the random noises, and <laughs> we started making, like, the, y'all, I'll make the noise in just a second, but the toys that you turn, like, over one way and it makes a noise, and then back over the other way, like the, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. I, I don't, I, I don't think I'm doing that sound justice, but y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, and we, that we were, there was a lot of hearty laughter on Sunday morning because of that. Um, and then another time her, one of her friends was graduating, um, this weekend, I know I just did it again. Please don't say anything. Um, and so she was watching virtually, and so she was recording to um, watch her friend walk across the stage, and they um, mispronounced her friend's name a little bit, and she was recording for her friend to um, so she could show her afterwards, and. Right as soon as they pronounced her name, she she just said, fuck off, <laughs> while she was recording, um, which was very funny. Because <laughs> then, uh, I don't know if you've gone back and done it yet, Sarah, but this is a reminder to go back and re-record it for Andrea. Um, oh my goodness. I It's going to annoy me for the, re- for the rest of my existence now. Um... But yes, it was very funny and um, because she now has to go back and um, wait until the video is actually posted so that she can actually, um, oh, what's the word? Like re-record it and show it to her. So that was, those are my two um, literally cry-ins of the weekend. And so now, before we get into the meat of the episode... um, We're going to talk about the quote that made me think, and I came across this quote um, on none other platform than TikTok, but it is not from the account um, that a lot of my quotes on the episodes have been from. It's not from Snarky Nana. Um, This quote is actually from Shaquille O'Neal, and I'm not sure what he was either, like, giving us... God darn it. He was either giving like a seminar somewhere or was on a talk show or something, but he, it's a, it's quite a lengthy quote. So I'm just going to play the video and, um, I'll let you know what I thought about it. Um, in right after it's done. This is the quote I tell my kids for nobody can influence a somebody then a nobody wins. But the question of the day is who the fuck are you? Nobody. Think about that. I don't let people tell me what I can and can't do. It won't happen. Don't do this. Don't do that. Okay, whatever. Like, it don't matter what they say. You got to, whatever you believe, you go for it. And you got to understand, before you succeed, you must first learn to fail. Like, if you fail one or two times and you and you stop pursuing your dream, you ain't ready anyway. This is the quote. So, yeah, that um was very powerful to me when I saw it. Because that's sort of like the vibes of the things that I'm going to talk about, the, the 21 things that I've learned in 2021. 
Um, but yeah, just really doing stuff for you and not letting... Granted, you can always take people's opinions into consideration, but ultimately not letting the everyone else's opinion rule over you and um, dictate what um, you will do in the end. So that's just something for y'all to think about. And so now we are going to get into the 21 things that I learned in 2021. Okay, so to get right into it, the very... And this list is in no particular order. It's just the um, order that I wrote it all down. So the very first thing that I have here on my list is to embrace change. I, I've i talked about it on the podcast before, but this season of my life that I am in right now involves a lot of change. Um, change with my career, change with my friends, change with um, getting a dog, changes in my personal life as well, and um, really just taking all of those in stride and... Um, Expecting change and then accepting change um, are two um, pretty much one and the same, but just making sure that you take those changes in stride and, um, yeah, really just taking them in stride and just adapting as quickly as you can. And because um, I feel like ultimately in the end, that is what is best for everyone. And so then number two on my list is that it is O. K to be selfish. Now, what I mean by that is that is okay to um, take time for yourself when you need it. It is okay to um, it's okay to take a mental health day when you need it to say um, to say that you just need a little bit of time to yourself, like all. Like I, in my head, I use the example of, um, if you're ever flying on an airplane that they tell you that if your oxygen masks drop down, that you need to put your own on before you help, um, anyone around you or your children or whatever. And that is really, um, just speaks to the fact that if you are not taking care of yourself and taking time for yourself, how can you expect yourself to, um, take care of anybody else or put time and effort and energy into anybody else. You need to make sure that you are 100% good to go um, before you think about doing that with other people. And to kind of um, piggyback off of that, number three, third thing I learned in 2021, or I guess I, I this is not something I really learned, but something that I have embraced in 2021 is that friendships are two-way streets. And I, I am the type of person who I, if someone is my friend, I will, I will put a lot of energy and effort and time into, um, into those friendships. And some people are just naturally not that way, but some, and that is something to be, I guess, talked about amongst your friends. But I felt in some of my friendships, I, the effort and time and energy that I was putting in was not um, being reciprocated in the way that I um, wanted to. And so just um, embracing that friendships are um, two-way streets and that friends come and go, and but the true ones will stay in your life forever. Number four... Um, 
the uh, phrase that I wrote down here is um, comparison is the devil, <laughs> um, which I agree. I saw on. Um, so I had I. I had a hard time sort of collecting my thoughts to get 21 things. So I looked on um, the internet for some other like blog articles that I could find that um, also had things that I agreed with that I learned in 2020 that I, in 2021 that I partially didn't even realize that I um, learned in 2021 until looking at those blog articles. But I wrote this one down before I read the blog article, but it was also on some other um, lists and they, they explained the, um, the fact that comparison is bad by saying that once you let yourself be compared to somebody else, you are giving them power over you and that you should never, ever give your power away. And I thought that was a um, great way of explaining it because I, um, yeah, comp comparing the only person that you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. And the only person that you should be trying to be better than is the person that you were yesterday. And everyone goes through life differently and at different paces and everyone goes through different seasons at different times. Um, and so I, I think it's really important to remind yourself of that because I, even now I still can get stuck, um, comparing myself to other people, especially like people that I went to school with and how they're doing in their career and where they're at in their career. Um, I sometimes really get stuck in that train of thought of, um, comparing myself and I have to catch myself and be like, you stop, like you, you're exactly where you need to be. Um, which is the next thing that I learned or realized in 2021 is that you, I am, you are exactly where you are meant to be. You are meant to be where you are at right now. Um, there is a reason that you are, um, at where you're at right now. There's a purpose for why you are at where you're at right now. Um, and so to really just, um, embrace that and just take things as they come and then just move through it. And eventually, um, you will be in a season that you, um, are happier with if you're not in a season where you're happy already. Um, but good times are coming and you are exactly where you are meant to be right now. And... Yes. So number five is I feel like not only in 2021, but throughout the whole pandemic, really, I have um, realized this one, but it is to not take anything for granted. Not to take, I'm graduated now, but not to take being able to be um, on campus doing in-person classes for granted. Not take taking um being able to see your friends in person for granted not being able or not taking um seeing your family in person for granted not taking um talking to your friends or family for granted to really um cherish 
cherish the people that you have in your life because really you never, never know when people are not going to be in um, your life anymore for one reason or another. Um, so to really just not take anything for granted and be thankful for those people that you have in your life and be thankful for those things that you have in your life because um, you never know how long they're going to be in there for. So number six is to never stop being challenged. Now, whether that is in your career or whether that is in your personal life or in your friendships, um, yes, never stop being challenged. I've had a couple people ask me um, about my job. A couple of my friends like, oh, like, uh, how long do you, like, picture yourself staying, like, at your current job? And I love my current job. I am learning a lot of things in my current job, but I always tell people that I will um, stay in my in my current role until I feel like I'm no longer um, being challenged and I'm no longer learning um, and that I just get um, complacent with what I'm doing. Um, sorry, my washing machine is currently going and I think it's wobbling around a little bit. Um, sorry, I zoned out there. Um, but yes, just making sure that you're always being challenged, that you're always, um, having the opportunity to learn new things. Um, because learning those new things and always being challenged, uh, makes you more creative. It makes you... Uh, your life more exciting, keeps you more on your toes, and yeah. And so number number seven kind of ties in with um, number two, the it was okay to be selfish. Um, number seven is you have to be happy first. Um, so yeah, they kind of like go hand in hand. But just making sure you, if you are unhappy and it's okay to be unhappy you're not going to be happy all the time but you basically you need to tackle your own feelings first before you can be expected to solve anybody else's problem or put a bunch of emotional energy into another situation uh you, you just need to make sure that you're um investing that emotional energy into yourself to make sure that you are 100 percent good to go before um, before anything else. And so number eight is something that I struggled with, um, in high school and in college, but something that I have definitely been actually working on, um, and that I think I've gotten a lot better at, but number eight is that asking for help is okay. And when I was younger, I was definitely, um, a subscriber to the school of thought that, Asking for help means that you didn't, um, that you were stupid, that you, it was a sign of weakness and that you were helpless and all of that. And I would just sit there doing whatever I was doing, whether it was, um, schoolwork or anything else and just struggle through it and, finish it eventually, but the road to finishing it was often, um, long and awful and all of that. 
And so I've gotten a lot better about asking for help. And I've sort of untrained myself from, uh, from that school of thought and that honestly asking for help when you need it is most of the time more efficient to getting to your end goal. Um, I'm asking for help at work a lot. And honestly, even like if you don't know where something is in the grocery store, um, going up to an employee and just asking them what aisle is this one, as opposed to taking an hour to roam around the store and find it eventually. But at what cost? At what time cost um, for that? And so number nine is, I know I just did the thing again. Don't talk about it. Number nine is to live in the moment. And I say that with a couple of caveats. Not to say that you should, um, you should not be looking to the future and planning for the future, but you should not be living for, oh, like if, like five years from now, this, like I, because I'm doing this, this will happen. Things will happen how they're going to happen. And you, is when you're older, you are going to wish, you're going to wish that you had, um, hung out with your friends at one time that you had, um, gone out to eat with your friends at one time that you had gone to do, um, insert whatever you want to do here, but making sure that you are living in the moment and are very, um, very, very much, uh, living in the present. Okay. Um, so I think that my numbers are messed up, but regardless of what number I say something is, it's, it's 21 things at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, on my list, this next one is number 10, but I think it may be number 11, but regardless, number 10 or 11, um, is that happiness requires cutting certain people in your life off it. And I realize that this is a very big thing to do for some people. And I know I just did it again. Um, a very big thing to do for some people. And it's not a decision that is to be taken lightly, but if they, if this person in your life is taking to you, if to you, they are more emotionally harmful than they are emotionally beneficial to you. If you are, if you, if your emotions are being degraded because of having this person in your life, it, they aren't cut off. They, they need to leave because having no, there is nothing that should take away your happiness and having your emotions, nothing is worth, nothing is worth that. <laughs> um, and so moving into number, the next one, I'm not even going to say numbers anymore. Moving into the next one, um, 
kind of goes hand in hand with one that I um, said before, but it is that discomfort equals growth, which kind of goes hand in hand with the um, never stop being challenged one. Um, once, like I said before, once you get comfortable, once you get complacent, life gets um, boring, and that's when you need to um, move on to a different challenge or move on to... Um, an, a, a move into your discomfort zone. Um, when I was at a the summer camp that I worked at, uh, I taught a team building class. And we always said that there were three sections. There was the middle part that is your comfort zone. The next circle out is your discomfort zone. And then the last circle out is your danger zone. And so it is totally fine to stay out of your danger zone. Eventually, your danger zone will become your discomfort zone and then we, that can be addressed when the time comes. But m pushing yourself to move out into your um, discomfort zone, that's when the true um, personal growth, professional growth, um, whatever kind of growth um, really comes. And it's important, it, it's important to keep, keep growing throughout your life and to keep learning and, yeah. And so the next one is we we're about a little bit over halfway through this list, y'all. But the next one is to give credit, give yourself credit for how far you've come. And that when when you do this, you should not be comparing yourself to anybody else when you do this. You some of us may have um, just landed our first job. We may have just graduated. Um, some of us are just starting college that it just evaluating your life and just realizing because some, sometimes you may not even realize just exactly how far, how far you've come emotionally, how far you've come personally, how far you've come professionally, academically, however you want to look at it, you have accomplished stuff and it is important to acknowledge that. The next one is to stay in touch with your family. And this one is an important one to me. I have become much, much, much more closer with my parents um, over the pandemic than I, and in college in general, than I have really ever. I talk to, and even more now in my adult life after college, I call them at least once a day, at least once a day, sometimes twice, sometimes three, sometimes four. Um, <laughs> just... And I understand that some people's, um, sorry, I just got a notification on my Apple watch and got distracted there for a second, but I understand that some people's family situations are not like mine and I acknowledge that, but, and sometimes cutting your family off, cutting those toxic members of your family off is a good thing. But for me, I, I learned and I embrace that staying in touch with my family is a good thing for me personally. And so the next one is also pretty similar to another one or two other ones that are on this list, but it is to n do not judge your success based on someone else's productivity. Um, I think this is important because again, comparison is Satan is the devil. And if what, when you start comparing your success to how successful someone 
else is that that's when you, you need to take a step back and really start to think. Once you let how successful someone else is in their life start controlling how you're feeling about yourself, that, again, is when you need to take a step back and really evaluate and ask yourself why you're why you're letting the fact that that person is successful and how they're being successful is making you feel um, this type of way. And so the next one, we are almost there, guys. Um, the next one is that being kind and compassionate can go a long way. I think that people have, especially here throughout the pandemic, have lost a lot of their um, compassion, a lot of their ability to be kind. And really, it is it is not that hard just to be um, a pleasant human being to be around. It really doesn't take a lot. Um, as simple as just asking someone, are, I, are you having a good day? How are you? I hope you're doing well. Um, and not even to people that you know, but strangers. Having these people that are out there working on the front lines, working at the grocery stores. Um, a lot of these people and companies who have been through a lot, um, just being compassionate and kind and just having a little bit of grace with them. If something is not correct on the very first time that you get it, just having some compassion and being kind can really go a long way for them and for you. And so the next one is that when you are feeling grateful for someone, tell them. And this is something that I am personally working on doing. But if you, yeah, if you are grateful for someone making sure that you are telling them, telling your friends that I, I am proud of you. I'm thankful you were in my life. Um, you were doing great. I miss you and I can't wait to see you soon. Just even something as simple as that can be so reaffirming and reassuring and can do, um, a lot for that person that it's texted to. I've been texted that before and it makes me feel awesome. And so the next one is that saying no and setting boundaries are okay. Like, and I'll give an example of this. For, um, at my work, I my boss asked me if I wanted to be trained to do something that I was really not interested in doing. And so she asked me, she was like, would you be interested in like going to a training to be certified to do this? And I was like, um, no, I really don't want to do that. I'd really like, uh, rather not. And she said, okay. And the conversation was that uh, the conversation was over there. And I understand that some people are not as as accepting or as willing to accept boundaries as some other people are, but they are still um, important to be set up and important to be talked about um, nonetheless. And if a friend or a family member is not um, 
respecting those boundaries or think that thinks that you were being a bad family member or a bad friend for having those boundaries or wanting to have those boundaries, then I think it's um, time to either reevaluate, um, just reevaluate that relationship and to really sit down and um, have a conversation with them about um, how you're feeling. The next one, we have one, two, three more. So the next one is to listen first. To listen first. I I can be guilty of this sometimes, but just talking with my friends and family members and pretty much just me dominating the whole conversation and not even once asking them, oh, how are you doing? Um, listening to how their day was, just emotionally unpacking onto someone else and then just being like, okay, bye, talk to you later. Um, listening is a great skill to have. Not being the first one to talk in every conversation, but to really think about what you say, think about what you're going to say and then say it. Um, and to really digest what the, the other person is saying to you, um, I think is something that is really important. And so the second to last one is that when you inevitably fail and there's going to be multiple times in your life when you fail is to make sure that you are failing forward and to not let that failure hold you back and what i mean by that is to really take is to well um anyways is to take as much time as you need for that failure. I, take, I'm going to draw the line here, is to take as much time as you need, but not enough time or more than enough time that, that you were then like dwelling on it. Um, take as much time as you need to process it, I guess is what I um, am trying to say. And then realize what you did wrong, what you could have done different, if anything, and then um, move on and go from there. Um, really not dwelling on your mistakes, dwelling on your failures, but using um, using those mistakes and using those failures so that you can be successful later in your life. And so my very last one, the 21st thing that I have learned in 2021 is to, you need to speak to yourself the way that you speak to others. And this, I know that there's a lot of people that deal, that deal with this, and I do it too, that I am so, I am so harsh on myself. I have these such, like, unrealistic, like, expectations um, for myself personally, in my career, uh, professionally. Um, and that is, I'm doing a self, my... A disservice by setting myself up for failure or setting myself up for to not meet these expectations that I've set for myself, which then makes me feel shitty. And to really just be speak kindly to yourself that just like you would sit there and encourage a friend when they're feeling sad or when they have when something in their life has not gone the way that they that they've expected, make sure that you're speaking to yourself in um, that tone in that way too, because you you deserve it. 
you deserve to um, be spoken to kindly by other people and by yourself. So those are just some of the things that I have learned in 2021. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, make sure that you go um, leave a review on Apple Podcast. Again, the name is Literally Crying, and that's crying spelled C-R-Y-A-N, because my name is Ryan, and you all can follow um, the podcast on Instagram at Literally Crying Podcast. Um, I try to post some fun graphics that you all can share um, and sharing some milestones in the podcast. But again, I hope you all enjoyed and I hope you all have an awesome Monday. Bye and I'll see you all next week.